two, gay, bye, gay, woo! <laughs> Hi, everybody. Happy Hi, Pride. How's Happy it going? Pride. We hope you're doing great and amazing, and you are beautiful and lovely and handsome, and we love you. And honestly, for all of our U.S. listeners, we love you. We hope you're enjoying Pride. To all of our Canadian listeners, we also hope that you're enjoying Pride, yeah. and we are so, so sorry that you were stuck in the same ship that we are. Yeah of not being able to really go out yeah. and celebrate. Or if you are going out and celebrating, I mean, we're not going to tell any of uh, the COVID at least, ambassadors. At least you know some people. That's what they're called. COVID ambassadors? Yeah. Weird. You know what it sounds like to me? The catchers. Papers, please. The Gestapo. Any oh. of those negative things. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I swear. <laughs> anyway, if you want me to rant about my conspiracies, I totally I will. You, have you ever heard that conspiracy that, like, who, that, like, Michael Jackson is still alive? Honestly, I don't believe any of those. Yeah. The ones that interest me, like freaking Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Why does everyone blame the Bermuda Triangle? She wasn't anywhere close to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You guys just wait for October. Yeah. You guys just wait for October. You guys know that spoopy month is my month. Spoopy? You guys know that spoopy. I am just I am just waiting for all of the unsolved mysteries yeah. that we're going to go over so in good. October. I am planning it already. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're back with Stone Butch Blues today. Yep. Uh, part one was before. Make sure to check that out. Yes. Make sure to listen to it because we're continuing. We are continuing, and yeah. there will be major spoilers because yeah. we're going over Definitely. the end of the book and everything. So make sure you either mm-hmm. read the book first or make sure you go through the first part first. Well, yeah. Duh. First part first. But make sure you go through that to make sure that you actually know mm-hmm. where we're sitting. Where we're sitting. In the story. Yeah. Um, remember that it is free online on Leslie Weisberg, Leslie Weisberg, Leslie Feinberg's website, and you can check it out for free there. I am blessed enough to have a print copy. Because, you do. Um, it's sitting in front of us. Yeah. I When I first came out, um, Leslie Feinberg's widow actually put it out at, a, um, at print cost. So there's no profits or anything made off of it, just... Honestly, the thing that I find so interesting about this book in particular, and this author in particular, it doesn't even seem like... Writing a book takes a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that straight up. Writing a book takes a lot of effort. And I find it so interesting that she's writing such content, but literally doing everything she can to make it accessible. This is yeah. not about a money-making no. venture for her, although it totally could be. It's not about making the money for her. It is all about spreading awareness yeah. and spreading the story. Yeah. And I absolutely yeah. love that sharing of knowledge and education. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I'm all about it. it amazing activist but yeah I was so happy to get one of the print copies because I think it was only I don't know if it's still in print and you can buy it but I really don't think so it was really limited time even then just knowing that it's out there for free that you can access it yeah that's huge I know like every resource matters and to have such a major resource be free so good huge so good okay let's keep going so um we got into some of the feminist stuff Teresa attends feminist meetings where they see her love of butches as kind of a betrayal towards their movement. Yeah. Uh, We talked about that before. At the same time, meanwhile, Jess starts questioning her gender, learns about medical transition. This is important because in the story, um, Jess got injured. Um, Things are blowing up union-wise where it's really hard to get a job as a butch right now. Oh, I see. In the story. So Jess basically has to be like... So I kind of either transition or I die, <laughs> like, or I, oh, st- or I like, starve. Like, like, she's very much yeah. seeing, like, this is her only way out. Pretty much. So the question for me, just really making sure that I'm understanding, um, does she actually want to transition? Like, does she actually um, see herself as being male, or is she doing it out of desperation? Um, it was more like a, 
there it talks about this early in Justice Childhood where Just is kind of like, well, I don't feel like a boy or a girl. I'm kind of neither. Uh, it G- is said, genderless. Yeah, it is said in the book that Just does like hate her breasts, like doesn't like that sort of stuff, but also doesn't really identify as a man. Okay. Yeah. So there is she, really she no binary. In the gray. Yeah, there is really no binary there. Um, but Jess decides to pursue medical transition. Teresa disapproves and they break up. They have a fight. Teresa says, basically, um, you would still be you, but I don't want to date a man even if that man's a woman. Which mm. is, all of these um, that, points are very valid, but still it's like so rich that's in context. Really t- I feel like that is actually something that we do still struggle with now, where it's that question of, you know, for the longest time, you hesitated to come out because you were afraid that even some of the people closest to you, like me, yeah. would react differently yeah. to you. I took the mindset of, you're still you. Yeah. And even now, you're still evolving and changing yeah. before my eyes. When yeah. you first came out as a lesbian, you still had the long hair, yeah. and you were still fairly yeah. girly and everything else. And now at this point, you look like <laughs> fucking Jimmy Hopkins yeah. from Bully the Video yeah. Game. I do. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> if you haven't seen Aaliyah's new haircut, yeah. make sure to check out our I vlog. I gave myself a buzz cut. It was awesome. It's amazing. It was awesome. I felt it today. It's amazing. Yeah. It is so good. <laughs> But I, I, I'm still very much of the mind that I'm left sitting here going, you're still you. Yeah. Yes, there are certain things that are changing. Like, um, do you speak the exact same way you used to? No. Do you like the exact same things you used to? No. But when you're dealing with people, people are constantly evolving and changing. A lot so of, you have to expect A lot that. of Teresa's perspective was affected by how things were moving in the community at that time when you're going out and people are seeing you. Um, a lot of people thought that, like, oh, you're you're not a lesbian if your partner is medically transitioned if your partner passes as a man that that really kind of messes me up especially know. just knowing now that trans well, is absolutely is very... i mean we have the lgbt yeah. at this point i guess it wasn't really at that point it was there but um a lot of people were against it uh, they were like gay's okay but trans isn't because it Again, it's just very interesting to me because they've definitely got this whole thing where it's very much that sort of like, well, if they transition, then they are a man, and that makes you a straight couple. And it's like, what? It, it, differ- it differs depending on how they identify, but um, yeah. I'm sure they, there were different thoughts at the they, time. They fight. They end up breaking up. Just oh. is really heartbroken. It's so sad. They I cried. Married. They were married. I cried. Oh. So hard. Whose decision was it to break it off? They both. Well, mostly Teresa, though. Okay. Because Teresa was like, I'm not okay with this. Mm. I don't want people to see me like that. And, and, I, also, and I also like, struggle because that is a fair and legitimate It's all thing. valid, but it's just so rich in context. And honestly, this is still like They're a modern struggle. And I think that's yeah. why I hit so close to home. This is still a modern struggle yeah. where, you know, if someone transitions, you may, as a lesbian, not be comfortable yeah. with that anymore. Yeah. And that is equally valid yeah. because you are a lesbian. You didn't yeah. sign up for a masculine it's, relationship. So it's everyone's really like No one's in the choice, wrong, yeah. but no one's in the right. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, it's, it's That's a moral good gray book. area. It is. Um, but Jess goes on, gets top surgery, and goes on tea. This is all underground kind of thing because they weren't doing well, that Well, I mean, I can't, if, if they're freaking out about women wearing men's clothes, I can't see yeah. them being okay with women going, it hey, was, I want to get my yeah. boobs strapped It off. was basically, we're going to sneak you in, we're going to do this underground, you're not going to get any aftercare, you're going to get your surgery, you're going to get up and leave. And it's not safe, and, like, you have to know happen. that You have to know that going into Where, it. Yeah, you could very much die of infection or shit like that. Very much so. Yeah. Those are um, big wounds. Uh, Jess goes on to passes as a male for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, gets a job, is accepted. Does by... she keep her name as Jess, or I don't? I'm, I'm I, she I think they call it. her Jessie. I was gonna say uh, I'm assuming so that she must book. change it at least a little um, bit. But yeah, um, uh, and it, at this point, 
you got to keep in mind that a lot of this also is probably fueled by the fact that, hey, I've lived my life like this and I've gotten nothing but hurt by people. It's so it's often. It's not easy. It's not and easy. And you, you kind of have that feeling, well, if I just do this, I am not going to be punished for who I am every single day. It's the fight or flight, you yeah. know what I mean? And eventually you're just like, is the fight even so, worth it? Or is it better to just be underground and be quiet? Yeah. So at this point, while feeling safer than before, um, it's it goes... And so she lets me real here, she transitioned to being a male, which yeah. I feel like... At this point, if no one realizes that she's not a male, yeah. she's going to have it way yeah. easier yeah. because now she doesn't even have to deal with the bullshit yeah. that other girls I, have to of deal course. with. Of course, but um, has complex feelings about losing her visibility as a lesbian, basically. Because, yeah, and it goes into the in the book about how, like, Jess notices how when she might walk down the street that if there's a mother with children up ahead of her, they'll cross the other side. Like, stuff that you see differently. Yeah. From being, like... Because she was once yeah. a woman herself, but now everyone else's perception is that she's male, so she's going to be treated yeah. differently. Yeah, And it goes a lot into that as well, and it's amazing. I think, I think that's also very interesting, though, it because so it's also a commentary on what some men at the time yeah. had to go through. That's a very hard line to cross, yeah. because it's from a woman's perspective. Yeah. That's really hard to pull yeah. off. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Um, we'll take a break now, because... Uh, Things, we're, we're getting more things really happen. into the thick of it. Yeah. Well, uh, we're almost at the end of the book. Okay. <laughs> Ending is next. Ending is soon. Stay tuned. <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome back to Gay. Bye. Gay. Woo! <laughs> so let's continue on with Stonebush Blues. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear so the end of this. I, I'm actually very so, invested. So more than in any of the gay erotica that you forced us to read. I know. So um, after many years of passing as male, Jess decides to go off of tea. Uh, it is now more safe for her to do so. Um, and by tea, we don't mean like Earl Grey. No. We mean testosterone, yeah, yeah. Just, just to make that clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she goes off tea and starts, doesn't pass as a male anymore, or doesn't really pass as a female either in gray area. She's got the androgyny that she yeah. wanted. Yeah, she's more comfortable in her body now and kind of more comfortable with the situation in itself. Um, um, how is she perceived mostly? Still pretty much as before, as like female pretending to be male. Are okay. We, are, oh, we don't know what you are. Okay, okay. So it's not like she's weird. Masculine, masculine. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. It, it's, it's gray area. Um, but yeah, uh, she also moves to New York City. Um, uh, yeah. My, my home. Yeah. And her neighbor is a trans woman and they become very oh, good friends. That. Yeah. Very, what are very the chances good friends. of that? I know. Well, New York City. I mean, I mean uh, also New York City and also uh, fiction. Um, bad shit is still happening. There's a well, part. Yeah. There's a part where Jess gets beaten up in like the subway and like has to find. How old is she at this point? Like thirty. Thirties, forties. Okay. Uh, old, and now has to hobble. You home. say old. I say <laughs> middle aged. <I> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jess then does activist work in the city because now there's marches and shit. Basically. It's really for, starting to go down. Yeah, for rights and all of that. And um, so she does activ activist work in the city. She gets to know um, this trans woman. They become friends and they become really close. And um, eventually Jess goes back to Buffalo to reconnect with old friends. Um, there's a situation there. There's actually a really good thing that I really like. So one of Jess's butch friends um, in previous chapters reveals that she is dating another butch and even back then that was a big no-no as well jess gets mad really like like because back then butches would date femmes 
But I thought but, the whole point was that you were gay, so why is a butch dating a butch a big deal? How is that different than a guy dating a guy that's also gay? Be, because it's different in the community. It's bad back then for everyone. Everyone's bad. But even that, I find it so interesting that even within the gay community, you see those boxes that you... Yeah. And you know what? To some extent, I still feel like those yeah. do exist where in order to be part of the community, yeah. you have to tick off all of these very yeah. specific boxes. Yeah. And it's odd that I see the same rigid yeah. thinking in, like, hetero culture yeah. and hetero... Well, you hetero and homo culture. Yeah, just being this. in that, even if you're in that community, you're still raised by those standards that are horrible. Even I think if you're naturally against gonna see, you, you're gonna naturally seek them out anyway. Yeah. So um, this other butch reveals that she's dating a butch, and then Jess gets upset about this and is like, "Don't talk to me. You're gross, basically." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I would. I would not have expected yeah, that from her though. She leaves. Um, in one of the later chapters, she calls calls her up and is like, "Hey, um, I'm sorry that I did that. That was awful." and um, reconnects with them. And then Jess goes to meet with one of the first butches she ever met. And it's very sad. It's so sad. Oh my gosh. Basically what happened, I didn't go into this uh, in detail, but this is basically the end. They reconnect. Um, life has a full circle moment for her. Right. That's the end because of the book. One of the first ones she ever met, another back together. So but Butch Al is one of the first butches that Jess ever meets. And basically Butch Al kind of takes Jess in and is like, hey, be proud of who you are. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, She's kind of like her guide, I yeah, guess. basically. Into, into the LGBT um, community. In, in Jess's early teen years, probably when Jess was like 15, 16, 17. Okay. Um, it is then one of my favorite kind of moments in the book is Butch Al's femme. I think it's Jacqueline, but I'm not sure. Um, you got Butch Al and Jacqueline. And um, Jacqueline kind of... <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to tell Jess about how sex works, basically. Yeah, okay. When you're, when I, you're I can imagine that's and in a general. little hard. And basically they ha- they're holding the strap on. And Jacqueline goes, with this, you either... Make a woman feel good, or you remind her of all the times she's been hurt in her life. Oh. And that, I still remember that to this day, because it's one of the biggest moments, and you're like, wow, yeah. Yeah, you're so right. That says a lot. Yeah, and um, basically, yeah, so they were very um, close to um, just growing up, and then their club gets raided. That first club gets shut down completely. Um, Butch yeah. Al is kind of really abused and mutilated um, there when the club was raided. And then um, basically Butch Al is so humiliated that she doesn't go back home. Um, She doesn't reconnect with Jacqueline. Um, Jacqueline actually goes back to being a sex worker. Um, Jess runs into Jacqueline on the street and finds Jacqueline like high and stuff. And Jess is kind of like, I gotta go now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's when Jess moved away, actually. And um, so. It just hurt to see the, you yeah, know, the fall. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like, you, I feel like, I don't know, I wasn't there, but in that moment, you feel like a ticking time bomb because you're like, is this my future? Yeah, I could see yeah. that from Jess's perspective, especially because those were kind of her mentors. Yeah. And now she's looking at them having fallen from grace in some yeah. ways. And she's going, is that all that lies ahead of me as well? So Jess goes back to Buffalo at the end of the book, older, and goes to find Butch Al. And everyone that Jess reconnects with says, you don't, you don't want to know what's going on with Butch Al. Like, you don't want to know. Jess finds out that Butch Al is in a psychiatric institution, um, is, will not talk to anyone, will not look at anyone. Um, over some time, and Jess goes in, kind of sits down, starts talking to Butch Al, and basically, 
um, Butch Al says something to her and then dies. Oh. Straight up dies. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And that's like close to the end of the book. And it's so sad. Okay. I want to find this so bad now. Oh my gosh. It's that's so really sad. sad. I cried so much for this book. So much for this book. It's so sad. Oh man. I was I was expecting something kind of like sad and melancholic. I yeah. don't know that I was really expecting that level of gravity at the end. It's so good. I mean, this book has been so much rooted. As much as it's fiction, it seems very real it and is. very raw. So maybe it shouldn't surprise me, but still. But, um, basically, oh. You're, like, reading it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Butch Al and Jess start talking, and um, Butch Al is kind of stuck in the past. And Butch Al keeps saying, don't, don't bring me back. Like, don't make me talk to you, basically. I don't want to talk to you because that's going to bring back all the memories, right? Yeah, and that's hard. Yeah, so um, Jess kind of says, you know, forgive me because I think that... I think that I think that Jess ends up dating once of like once uh like Butch Al's ex or something oh. throughout the book. So they had they had a little stuff and um Butch Al tries to be like, Oh, don't bring me back there, leave the old days alone, I'm dead now. Like I'm here. Like She just fine. wants to be dead. Yeah. And um Jess is like, But you're not dead, you just got hurt real bad and it's gonna be okay. Like that it's so sad. Aww. It's so sad. And oh it's Aww. So sad, but it's such a good book. Honestly, I, I'm it's really good. thinking that I'm going to go ahead and check it out. And you guys out there should, too. Like, honestly, I kind of want to experience this for myself it's so now. It's good. It's so bad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it again. You're going to read it again and cry. Yeah. I'm going to cry even more. Oh, my gosh. So for you, knowing that you do kind of identify as yeah. more mask, I would not say that you're... Do you think that you're I identify going, as butch? I was going to say, are you going butch? Because before you were mask, because we did like the whole um, episode on lesbian archetypes, and I yeah. think you said at the time that you were mask, not butch. Are yeah. you going butch now? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> you could put it that way, but yeah. So did this book have an impact on the path that you have taken with your I, sexuality? I think so, because I don't think I ever really related to anything as much as when I read this book for the first time. Mm. Anything at all. Because, like, I remember what, reading What was it, it that really stuck with you? Was it the hatred? Was it the fighting oppression? What was it? I think a lot of it was the fact that just no matter what happened, still went on to lead a life. Because when you're there and you're reading it and you're like, well... I kind of, like, identify as this, and, like, this could be, like, you put yourself in that shoes and go, like, yeah. this could be me. Yeah. And you, you stand there, and you'd be like, oh, all of these horrible things are happening. How on earth are they going to get through that? Yeah. And then they do. And then it's like, okay, no matter what happens to me in this day and age where I'm not going to... I'm never going to have to yeah, face that. If they can make it that through that, I can make it through this. Yeah, yeah exactly. And okay. that was probably what the biggest lesson was for me. Yeah. Because then it was like, okay... I'm going to be okay no matter what. Because even when I first started coming out and, like, changing my clothes and stuff, you were I was, very nervous. I was like, so scared. You, you were very nervous. Like, yeah. I remember the first time that you went for a walk in boys' clothes, yeah. you were afraid. Yeah. You were like, oh, I man. was so scared. But I was like, well, you know what? There's people before me who have gone through it. And, like, that makes it okay. Yeah. It makes it feel okay. I mean, nowadays, I do feel like it is more accepted. I do feel like um, 
to some extent. I feel like drag queens really don't get a lot anymore because they are so beloved by so many people. But I do still feel like sometimes mask and butch lesbians can get quite yeah. a bit of poking there's, and prodding. There's less visibility. There's... Even femme lesbians. Like, if you think of a yeah. lesbian, I hate to say it, you think about kind of almost the porn definition, yeah. which is, like, super femme. Like, all yeah. of them are super femmes. And you know it's directed by some dude. Yeah. For dudes. Yeah. So it doesn't really surprise you. Yeah. But still, I feel like there is not as much visibility for that part of the lesbian community. Well, lesbians don't get a lot of visibility in general, but <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I hate to say it, but that that's very true. I feel like as much as we talk about LGBT, I still feel like gay men are predominant. Yeah. Did you know what the lesbian flag looked like before I, me and Charlie came out? <laughs> I was aware that there was a different flag. I don't think I was as I've aware I've never of it. seen it before. Honestly, I didn't know that there was an ace flag until yeah. I really started getting yeah. into the community. Once again, you look at the gay flag, and even now, as much as people say, oh, we're fighting the patriarchy and yada, 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 I still feel like even within the gay community, it is kind of male-run to some extent. Well, it depends on where you are. They have more visibility. They have more. They have more visibility also, to the public. I will also argue, though, that as a gay boy or as a gay man, you do probably go through a little bit more because, once again, even severe homophobes seem suddenly okay with women being lesbians. But any sort of femininity from mm -hmm. a boy is just immediately stomped yeah. out. So yeah. I feel like they do have their own struggles. So yeah, is, there's a lot of struggles with I think everyone. it's fair that they have a lot of exposure, but I definitely feel like there's a lot of stuff in these other communities yeah. that does not get yeah. talked about. I know. I'm so glad we're talking about it. We are. We are finally talking about yeah, it. But it. let us know your thoughts. We would love to connect yeah. a little bit. Um, message us Instagram, Facebook, all of yeah. that sort of stuff. Got We've got TikTok. See us on YouTube. Yeah. I respond to every single YouTube comment we yeah. get. I love talking to you guys in the comment section. So hit me up. I love it. If you ever read Stone Butch Blues and want to talk about it with me, hit me up always, anywhere. Yeah, Find for me. sure. Make sure to <laughs> Stop check it me. It is free online. It is free online. With that... I say thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you in the next episode. Yes, take it gay by gay, guys. Bye.